We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Did you know that you could invest in crypto through your retirement account? That's right. iTrust Capital allows you to invest in over two dozen of the most popular cryptocurrencies. And unlike the stock market, you can buy and sell 24 hours a day. With iTrust Capital, you also get the tax benefits of a retirement account while investing in crypto. Visit iTrustCapital.com to start investing today. That's iTrustCapital.com. Taxes and conditions may apply. Fees apply. Cryptocurrencies are a speculative investment with risk of loss. iTrust Capital Incorporated does not provide legal, investment, or tax advice. Consult with a qualified legal investment or tax professional. This episode is brought to you by our guys over at Tickets for Less. Uh, they've been hooking us up all year. They gave us that 2017-18 Final Four ball signed by everyone. We're giving that away. Check us out on Twitter at AinnoSeedsPod. Make sure you enter to win that. Um, they've hooked us up with tickets. Uh, they've also hooked us up with a promo code for you guys. Um, so if you guys want to save a few bucks on the Big 12 tournament this weekend, make sure you use code Ain't No Seats. Uh, you'll get a discount on tickets. Make sure you go to them for your Big 12 seats, your NCAA tournament tickets. Hopefully we're close to, you know, close to Lawrence and we'll be able to go to some games. But yeah, make sure you use that code. Save you a few bucks. And uh, again, shout out to Tickets for Less. Driving, almost lost the handle. Chalmers for the tie. Got it in two seconds. Unbelievable. He throws. Got Meyer. Touchdown. Touchdown. And he used to tell me, those places are great, but there's no place like Kansas. Alright, what's good? Episode 12. We are back. Ain't No Seeds Podcast. Uh, big news, B-Turn. Where are we right now? I heard we're in a studio. We're in a studio, folks. We, uh, you know, I'm gonna miss AB's kitchen. We were recording in the Actually, kitchen man. for like, I don't know, <laughs> two months almost? Yeah. And, uh... Yeah, t- just over two months. We started January 5th or 6th. Mm-hmm. And technical difficulties... Lots you know, of them. We just we we don't know what we're doing. We bought probably mics that were bad, and we had our issues. But folks, we are here. We've got cameras on us now. Shout out to our what are we producer Dan? I don't know video producer Dan. Um, yeah, I was literally thinking before this, what are we going to introduce him as? I don't know. Yeah, we got it. So we got a new cameraman guy that's been around in the podcast game. I actually went to high school with the guy. So Daniel Williams is his name. Legend. Yeah. 
<laughs> well, he's here. He knows things about videos, so we might get some video clips out there. We will get some video clips out there. But enough about that. Let's get into it. We got a lot to talk about today. We're going to talk Baylor recap, Big 12 tournament, NCAA tournament thoughts, kind of what we're looking for, what we're hoping for. Um, and then we'll finish up with some gambling, talk a little preview of the Texas game coming up, and then obviously maybe some other conference tournaments. But let's get into the Baylor game. B-turn, what were your thoughts on that game? Uh, I was kind of worried about how many fans would show up, but I don't know why, just because of the camping group picture. But it was full, but the energy wasn't really there the whole game. I It wasn't very loud at all compared to most games at Allen. It was kind of weird. But there really wasn't that many things to get excited about. I mean – I'm never nervous when we play Baylor, so yeah. they never really cut it close at the end either. No, it was a weird game. We kind of just had that lead the whole time. Uh, I know that that picture went out of the camping groups. I was never too concerned about it. It was, uh, I mean, spring break started Saturday, and I know a lot of people wanted to say the groups were down because they did. I mean, we had no shot or whatever, and the streak was over. But from what I heard, the lottery was done before we were even out of contention, so it's not – I just think a lot of it was spring break, and you're right. I mean, people, we, the building was full, but definitely just wasn't that same energetic kind of Allen Fieldhouse, which is fair. The game truly meant nothing. Um, didn't even have a senior, so it was just a weird game. Yeah, the only thing it, the only thing that mattered with that game was potential seeding, but obviously the race was over. We lost by two games, and we already had the three seed locked up for the Big 12 tournament. Yeah, uh, so I would say one thing we've talked about, one thing that really stood out to me is our guy – Big Dave, Big Dave McCormick. Another big game for him, 12-5, and five, coming off 18-5 and five for his Baylor. How excited are you for how he's come along? Super excited. We've said for weeks that we need another big man to step up. So just to see the game slowing down for him right now is huge. I mean, we know how much potential he has. McDonald's All-American, big-time recruit. But if he can play a shade of this the rest of the year, I feel confident in our front court now. Yeah, I mean, you said it perfectly. Like, the game is slowing down. And there, I mean, I feel like freshman bigs always come in and they kind of are playing fast, but like, I don't know if there's ever been one that came in as, I don't know, spazzy, out of control, just like, and it's not, a, I mean, I remember T-Rob was like that. T-Rob would catch a ball, travel every time his freshman year. So it's just crazy how they always find a way to figure it out come this time. I mean, this is when Silvio really started to hit his stride. So I'm definitely very excited. I think it's one of the there's not a ton of positives going on right now, but I would say that's definitely one. And him and Dietrich, obviously Dietrich's going to get his. So kind of a big duo we have going into March. Yeah, for sure. And Dave brings energy and stuff too. So if he can just come in and play hard, board, and make easy bunnies, he's going to get dunks, oops thrown to him. So, yeah, he didn't play many minutes to start the year, so it's hard to expect a ton from him. We didn't expect him really to play much this year even. Yeah. And now, I mean – now he's coming along strong. Yeah, he, he's got that nice guy face. He's He smiled, got that nice little smile. But I did like that first dunk he had the other night. He kind of, you know, stared down a guy. Yeah, postered him. Yeah, got a warning from the refs, little bad boy Big Dave. I like that. We need that attitude going into postseason play. So Yeah, he had eight points in the first 12 minutes, and then he had 10 at half, and I'm not sure why he only played 18 minutes. Like, we love Mitch, but why did Mitch play as many minutes as Dave did on Saturday? When Dave was one of our best players for a stretch there in the first half, he was hitting jumpers. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. It was uh, – I can't remember if there was any foul trouble or not, but I mean, we didn't even touch on Bay, uh, Big Dave against uh, Oklahoma. Yeah. I mean, that game, we were, we were we started recording, and we weren't even really paying attention much, and 
Next thing we know, he's got 18 and 5. So he's definitely coming along. That is exciting, something we definitely wanted to touch on. But I guess the other thing we kind of wrote down in our notes here, Devon Dotson shooting right now is kind of on the decline. Are yeah. Concerned, I guess. Here, here's the numbers. He's 2 of 16 from 3 since the Texas Tech game and has now dropped from over 40% on the year to now he's at 37% on the year, which if you would have asked me coming into the season, 37% yeah. I would have still probably been satisfied with just because he came in kind of with that. No one really thought he was going to be like a sharpshooter like he had been, but I don't know. Are we starting to get worried? Is he going to turn it back on in March? Was this the best time for him to go into a shooting slump, or is this something we were worried that he's going to have going the rest of the I mean, I'm worried just because he's not confident in his shot right now. Like, he has wide-open looks, and he's passing them up. Before the Tech game, we were talking about him, if he became a good shooter because he was stroking it at the time, that he'd be so dangerous. And then lately, yeah, he hasn't been confident, and he's not really known as an outside shooter. He attacks and creates things for other guys. So I just don't – we didn't think he would keep that yeah. shooting up that he – the way he was shooting before the Tech game. So – but obviously – two for whatever isn't yeah and I think you said it like he's definitely an attacker but when he people having to respect his shot is going to help him attack even more so my I loved when people were obviously having to worry about him hitting a shot and now I don't think it's to the point where people can kind of hang off him because he's still I still think they're confident he can hit a shot but he like you said he's not confident he's like he airballed I think a couple last game so I don't know. It's definitely been a concern of mine just because he wasn't shooting at such a high level to where, you know me, I'm always law of averages guy. I always yeah. say it's kind of going to get back to its normal point. I just don't know what that normal point is. Is it 34% or is it at that 37% to where he'll continue to shoot pretty, pretty decently the rest of the way? Yeah. I mean, if guys back off him, he's not as dangerous because he can't get to the lane. But And I feel like he has a lot of wide open looks too. So teams don't really respect his jumper. And they probably didn't think he'd keep shooting it consistently. But, yeah, if teams are pressuring him, no one's going to stay in front of him. Yeah. So if he knocks – say he knocks down a three or – one or two threes early in a game, that's going to open up so much just for the whole team. For sure. And I think we would both agree that moving forward, Dot is as important of a player as we have going into March. I mean, we always say guards win in March. Mm -hmm. Bill Self wins best when he has good guards in March. Um, so he's got to figure it out, and I think he will. I mean – Freshmen always kind of struggle a little yeah. bit. They each, they all kind of hit that point in the season. Um, but I guess another freshman that we also are going to talk about, another shooting drought, Ochai. He came out as hot as can be for what we expected with him. But now I'm, I'm counting Texas Tech in these numbers. But it was just interesting kind of looking at him and Dot going back to that Texas Tech game. Ochai is 4 of 22 since that game. But three of those came in that one game against Oklahoma State. So you take out that, and he has hit one shot since Texas Tech, and that is very concerning. He's not shooting with any confidence at all. No, I know. His shot looks different, too. Like something mechanically, or I don't know if he made an adjustment, but I feel like he's not shooting it like he was a month ago, like stroking it confidently. And he is still putting up threes, I feel like, though. Yeah. Like that's a good amount of threes in that time frame, but – the Oklahoma game, he shot like 10 threes in the first half, I swear. Yeah, I mean, Oklahoma State and OU back-to-back, -back, I think he put up a combined 15. Yeah. So take out those games, one of those he made a three in, but take out those and he's really not shooting as much as he – I mean, it kind of shows he's not as confident, he's not getting as many looks, all that. But 
I don't know. Like you said, it does feel like he is like almost guiding the ball in. Like you can tell he's not confident with it, and he's just trying to gently yeah. shoot it up there and just hope it goes in. So, again, he was playing at such a high level. You expect a freshman, a dude that sat out half the year, to have struggles. But yeah. It's just not a good combo to have Dotson and Ochai both kind of hitting a shooting slump when we are getting to clearly the most important part of the season. Yeah, I know. They both hit that freshman wall we talk about, and we need guard play in the tournament. So, I mean, obviously hope they can hit shots in March. Yeah, I mean, and I guess, how about your boy Grimes? How is yeah. Grimes doing? Uh, let's talk a little positive. I think he's been doing well. I think he's got the numbers for us. Yeah, so over the last four games – he shot 21 threes. Um, what what would you guys guess how many he's hit? Ooh, I'm going to say it's... I'll go five. Give me five out of 21. Yeah. I'm going to say, I'm gonna say uh, producer Dan from the cloud stealing my pick. I'm going to say seven <laughs> since he took eight. What if I told you he's over 50%? Oh. No. Yeah, 11, 11 for 21 from three of the wow. last four games. And that includes a one for four against OU. Um, K-State... The game, he kind of turned his season around. I mean, you'd think he looks a little better lately, but K-State, he went three for six from three, which, I mean, he had a pretty good game against K-State, yeah, I feel like. he was huge. He saved us. Yeah, he played his ass off. And then OSU, I think, I single-handedly think he won us that game, especially down the stretch. He went four for seven there. Because he had he had nineteen that day, didn't he? Yeah, seventeen and nineteen or something like that. And then OU one for four. Keep in mind the one was that bank early. Okay. He was not confident he, against OU. He deserves a few banks. He's had some tough misses <laughs> this year. Yeah, and then Baylor he went three for four. So, wow. Yeah, yeah. eleven for twenty one over his last four. That is shocking. And I think the Tech game was one for three, so it'd be twelve for twenty four, which is still fifty percent. I guess. It, this kind of blows my mind, but look, thinking about it now, I was looking. He's shooting 35% from three, and Dotson's shooting 37%. Yeah. If you would have thought back to the seasons those dudes have had, I don't think you would think they were even remotely close. And now, here we are, Grimes kind of hitting his stride. Dotson mm-hmm. obviously has hit that little struggle area of his season. But yeah, and- Grimes is definitely – I mean, Grimes hasn't put up the points we thought, but if you told me coming into the year Grimes would shoot 35% from three – I wouldn't have been that upset about it. I just wish he'd score in some other ways. That's the thing with him is he does score in other ways. That's what everyone thought. Yeah. He's not really known as a shooter. He's a playmaker, passer, can finish. And that's the thing with him right now. He cannot finish. Mm-hmm. He throws up bricks like on layups. Yeah. He, it's weird. He it's he tries to finger roll everything, which you maybe that kind of stuff. Yeah, like it's like, dude, you're athletic. Like his mixtapes, like I don't know if he was like posterizing people, but he was dunking. He was driving, finishing at the rim. Like, I don't know. He seems to be very finesse around the rims, and maybe eventually in his career, hopefully he sticks around. Like, those those will start falling. But ideally, I want him to see some – I want to start gamming on some people. Yeah, and imagine the reaction at the field house this year if Quentin would have dunked. Just because he's that big recruit you got, the biggest recruit you got coming in, and he hasn't dunked really all year. Yeah. Like, the hype for him was almost as big as anyone, as weird as that sounds, just from Bill's standpoint. Yeah. Like, Bill probably knew what he's getting with Wiggins, but he didn't really say things like that, like, best player I've had since Deron Williams, like, best guard. And Deron's NBA, he played in the NBA forever. Yeah, it was weird. It was like Bill, which I think was smart. With Wiggins, Bill tried to, like, kind of settle everyone's expectations down, temper them a little bit, um, just because they were so absurd. But with, like, Grimes, it was like he was trying to get us more excited than we already were for him. So... 
I don't know. I mean, that article came out, Jaren's Howard. Uh, he talked about how he still fully believes Grimes can be a top 10 pick. Obviously, that would require him having to come back another year, maybe two. You'd, yeah, you'd think. He's reminding me of Wayne. We've yeah. said that, Wayne Selden. Just the way he started, top 10 recruit. We expected a lot out of him, and then freshman year, I mean, the game's fast, and maybe those, maybe they both deal with injuries. I still feel like Wayne kind of dealt with injuries every year at KU. For sure, and I think uh, just because Grimes hasn't lived up to his expectations, and this is kind of how I always thought of Wayne, like, Wayne wasn't what we thought he would be freshman year. Grimes hasn't been what we thought he'd be, but they're still in the grand scheme of Big 12 Conference. I mean, mm-hmm. when they're your fourth, fifth option, those are pretty good dudes. Like, if you want Grimes, I'd take Grimes on my team over a lot of other guys yeah. that the Big 12 is starting out there. So, I don't know. I'm still confident. I know a lot of people want him to have the whole March Malik, but I don't think that's going to happen, and that's not bad if it doesn't happen. Yeah, and you can't really have those expectations. Yeah. With Malik starting the Big 12 tournament, he was going for 30 a night. He won us that tournament, yeah. pretty much, the Big 12 tournament, and got us to the Final Four. Obviously, we had other guys that are studs, but if you don't have Malik, you don't go to the Final Four that year. No yeah. chance. He went on like a seven-game stretch of Even, pure dominance. Yeah. And Grimes is good, but I mean... Malik had already spent a year in college and a year redshirting, so like yeah. Grimes is still way younger than Malik is. So, for anyone that wants to think Malik's gonna or Grimes is gonna have a postseason like that, I don't think it's likely. But I do think Grimes can win us a couple games in March. Yeah, he did that Oklahoma State game. So yeah, and Saturday it was still it's so cool to see him still confident. Yeah. Like I think there was there was it was a one pass possession in the corner and he was guarded and he pulled a three and hit it on Saturday. It was like early in the shot clock. It was one of those that Bill would have been pissed if it didn't go in. But, yeah, three for four on Saturday. He's turning into strictly a three-point shooter on offense, which sucks. But if you get hot, yeah, you got to hit shots in March, obviously. Yeah. Yep. So, or your season's over. Yeah. So we've covered Dotson. We've covered Ochai. Big Dave's coming around. Grimes. You know who's not hitting a wall? Our guy, Deidre Glosson. 23 and 14. Just... What was it, B-Turn? What was it? Like, why was he so good on Saturday? No, you're supposed to say quiet. You oh, love... oh my God, I just ruined that whole segment. <laughs> Do we need to cut this? No, you're good. <laughs> you love... B-Turn loves to say that uh, Dietrich's quiet and then A.B. I love to make fun of him for it because everything's quiet. <laughs> but and I, I hate when A.B. makes fun of me but agrees that it's quiet. <laughs> oh, yeah, no, it's just all jokes. It's just that you say No, I'm playing. But... Yeah, even on Saturday. I mean, it was quiet. I think Saturday you was quiet. you even tweeted something about it that he's not playing good. Mm-hmm. And he ends up with 23 and 14. And the reason it probably was quiet is he hit 11 free throws. Yeah. But it, he was aggressive. He wasn't making shots early. He shot like five floaters. Mm-hmm. And they were bricks, but he stays confident and stays aggressive. You shoot 12 free throws in any game, you're going to have a big night. And he's so awesome because he hits those free throws. 11 for 12. It's rare in college, especially, to have a big guy that can go to the line and attack, and then you he gets there and you're not, like, dreading the fact that he's about to go 0 for 2 from the line. Um, so Diedrich's great, I think. Like has said, to be. He's got to be huge rest of the way, man. We, re- we rely on him so much, and he has not taken a night off. And so that point you just made, Big 12 Player of the Year comes out. Diedrich doesn't win Big 12 Player of the Year. He led the league in points. He led the league in rebounds. They give it to Jared Culver, which I understand. We've been on the other side of this many times. Yes. Give it to the best player on the best team. But I don't know. I'm still ready to riot for my guy, Diedrich. I think he got absolutely hosed on this. When you look at circumstances, he loses three of the top guys for our team, and he still kept us in it to the point where we had a shot to win it with a week to play. So 
don't know. I feel I, I feel like he's the most consistent player in the league too. Easily. Culver's got that ceiling. He's going to be a lottery pick and his team did win it and he still he put up close numbers to Dedrick. Like I think he averaged 18, Dedrick was at 19, but Dedrick was the most consistent and if he took a night off, we're going to get our ass beat probably. Yeah. I mean, he it's just he, hard. I get that people want to give it to the best player on the best team, but I don't know. I just thought, looking back, like Melvin Edrum for mm-hmm. Iowa State, he won it a few years back when Wiggins was averaging 17-6 and six and we won the league by, I think, two games? I don't know. But there's been guys that have won it that weren't on the best – that weren't the best player on the best team. And to me, if there was any year – like, to me, it's just this. If you're not going to give it to Diedrich this year, then let's stop pretending that stats even matter. Let's just give it to the best player on the best team, no matter what, and call it that. That's fine. Yeah. But – Let's not sometimes choose the guy with the best stats, and then sometimes choose the guy with who's the best player on the best team. So I don't know. I feel bad for Diedrich. I thought he's worked his ass off this year. Yeah, he has having to carry this team, and I thought he really deserved it. Just, I mean, I know people will roast us for acting like we have nobody, but like he really did have to carry this team. Yeah, you said. Yeah, you already talked about how many people we lost. So for us to still be in line for a three seed, and for us to still, we were in the race with two games to go. If we would have beat Oklahoma, who knows? But if you average a double-double in this conference, I feel like you should win it. Yeah. You're averaging 20 and 11, 19 and 11, whatever it is. But And Culver, he has a good team, too. It's not like he's carrying them by himself. He has guys around him and guys that play hard and get him open looks. So I think Dedrick, for him to create as much as he does and get to the line and get – he'd have 20 and 20 some nights. Yeah. I just feel like he was the most consistent player in the league. Yeah, I felt, I felt bad for him. I honestly thought – I thought the whole time it was between, like, Barry Brown and Diedrich. But Culver kind of, you know, snuck up on everybody at yep. the end, I think, and got it. And that's whatever. It really probably doesn't matter much. I feel bad for Diedrich. But hopefully Diedrich comes back next year and will easily be the preseason pick. So He's averaging 25 and 10 next year yeah. just to get the Big 12 poi. Oh, yeah. He, I hope he comes back with a little chip on his shoulder. He got second-team All-American for Sporting News today. I'd uh, still put him as first team. I don't know. I'm going to fight for Dedrick forever just because I think he's gone through or had to put go through more shit than most people this year. So uh, he's a stud, but I guess... He's second team because he's quiet. Yeah. If, he showed, if he showed emotion and energy, I feel like he would get more recognition. If he dumped one time, <laughs> he wins Big 12 play. He's just... I guess he's boring is the I'm word. Kidding. Did he dunk in Big 12 play? I he had that one after the whistle. I would take no. Our Twitter, our eight no seats Twitter, like people are tweeting like, "Dude, you dunked!" It's like after the whistle. I really don't think he dunked. No. Which would you factor in how many points he scored throughout the conference play without dunking at six foot nine? That's actually absurd. What if I told you like before the year when everyone's saying he's one of our best players in practice? He's six. He's a six nine, six ten power forward, whatever. And you did, you've never really seen him play. What if I would have told you he didn't dunk? In Big 12 play. Yeah, it's just Uh, crazy. I mean, it's not like we watched him numerous times when he was at Memphis. Um, All right. AB probably did because that's his favorite team right now. Uh, We'll get to that. We'll get to it. We'll get to that (laughs) little gambling action. But let's move on. Big 12 tournament. Big week. Fun week. Always a fun week. And I think this has the potential to be one of the more fun, competitive Big 12 tournaments in recent memory. Just because ISU or Iowa State's in it, obviously they they travel really well. They love to act like they are the best fans. Hate losing to them there. Yeah, it's the worst. Because Hilton South is that what they call it? Because their fans are super cocky, and obviously there's a lot of KU fans there. So when they win, they're just 
high-fiving each other in the con- like by the concessions and shit. I just hate it. It's the worst, but they're going to show out well. KU fans will obviously always show out well. K-State fans will show out. They always do, I think, pretty well for the Big 12 tournament. They'll be very much out after yeah. the Big 12 championship for them. So I think this is going to be that Friday night potential matchups, KU versus Tech and K-State versus either hopefully Iowa State for – atmosphere reasons sprint you know sprint center pnl want that can you imagine how much business yeah Yeah. it could be crazy and so let's just get into it ku versus i mean obviously we'll get to the texas game that's for sure happening let's just assume we win that game and let's talk a little bit about our potential matchup with tech in the semifinals weird how the season went we played them in allen absolutely blew them out Mm -hmm. dominated from the tip and then they we go into Lubbock and they blew us out even more. The worst loss we've had in Big 12 history yeah. under self, I think. So, I don't know. Are we worried? Tech's pretty good. They're playing better as, as good as anyone in the country right now. Yeah, I'm pretty scared of them right now. And we'll, if Tech puts up 80, say they put up 70, 80, we're going to lose. Yeah. So, we, you got to play. you got to kind of match their energy, especially on the defensive side. Because if you give up, like I just said, if you give up that many points, you're probably going to lose by... It's probably not even going to be close because they're so good defensively, so well coached, and yeah, I think Tech's, I think Tech's the best team in the league. Oh yeah, me too. I mean, they just playing such a freaking going into Iowa State on senior night against an Iowa State team that you could say was desperate. I mean, they had, Iowa State's been freaking collapsing. They needed a win, and Tech just went in and got it done. Like they're scary. Um, I would have much preferred K State to get the two seed because I'd love to see them in the semis. We're going to get Tech. It's going to be tough. Obviously, we'll have the crowd against Tech, but who knows because yeah. State fans will stick around and Iowa State and fans And put their guns up for the be, Red Raiders. Yeah, they'll be guns up. They'll be all about those Red Raiders. So, could be a scary game. I mean, that's just a game where we've got it. Bill Self's got to coach his ass off, as oh, yeah. I would say. Um, Diedrich's got to play great. We've got to hit the three ball. But, man, they just play unreal defense. They're just not fun to play. No, they're not, and I'm I'm literally done saying that they're not that good. I swear I've said it all year. They've stayed around a top-10 team. You just got to face the fact that they're going to D up and play their ass off, and they're well-coached. They have one of the hottest names on the co- – I mean, I wouldn't say coaching market, but just one of the hottest names right now that so many schools want that guy to end up being their coach, I feel like. I know, UCLA's about to throw him a bag. Yeah, and he deserves it. So if you are if you have a great coach in March, you have a chance. They talk about Izzo every year, even though he doesn't have as much success as people think, mm-hmm. as people like make it out to be. But if you have a great cho- if you have a great coach, you have a chance. Yeah, AB loves the, uh, what do they say, February? Yeah, January, February, Izzo. <laughs> he gets so triggered. Makes me so mad. I'm sure we'll get into that next week when we see their draw. <laughs> yeah, everyone's thinking Michigan State's the final. No matter who it's they like play. They did last year. Last year. fucking title in like two and a half decades. Like it's, <laughs> it makes me sad. Everyone had them last year, and then the year they lost to the 15 seed. Yeah, everyone yeah. had them that year. I mean, when they had... going to start talking, Tom Izzo maybe isn't the king of March, but... Now that we're saying this on the Ain't No Seeds pod, they're going to roll through the NCAA tournament, beat everybody by 20, and win the national title. So. But why Why does KU get the choker label and Michigan State doesn't? They lose early, and they've only won one title. Yeah, I mean, the fact And it's that, been 20 the, years. The difference is Bill has lost while highly seeded. Izzo will have awful regular seasons, get like a six or a seven seed, and then rattle off a final four, and so it looks crazy. But then he's also losing 
other games too, but since he's not a one seed, no one really thinks about it as a huge upset. But even Duke loses in the first round ever so often, like Mercer, Lehigh. Who was the other one? Uh, you probably remember. VCU. Yeah, VCU. Oh, yeah, they were, Eric Maynard and stuff. Like Duke's worst year. Yeah, I guess they weren't that good that year, but the year they lost to Mercer, they had Jabari. And then the C.J. McCollum year when they lost to Lehigh, they yeah. had a good team. They were probably a one or two both years. Mm-hmm. Mercer was a three. Mercer I think Duke was a three, three but Lehigh was a two because that was the same day uh, Missouri lost to Norfolk State. Just had to get that in there. What a day! That had was. to talk about that. God, that was so funny. Shout out to our guy. I was so nervous kid. though because we were a two, and there had been two two seeds that lost. We I know, like but that night too, didn't we? Mm-hmm. But. By the time two two seeds had lost, I was like, "There's no way nope. three two seeds are losing on the same day in the NCAA tournament." There's it didn't no happen. Way. No <laughs> way. But all right, we just got way off the rails. Let's. Uh, so we're, we both admit we're scared of Tech. Will be a tough game. I'm hoping that freaking who's the seven seed OU. Well, hopefully OU can somehow get hot and knock off Tech. And How about, are you sleeping on West Virginia? I am not. <laughs> I don't, I'm doing nothing on West Virginia. I think West well, Virginia's season ends Someone, tomorrow. Someone told me they're not even coming to the tournament. <laughs> well, not. That team stinks, but. I would not want to watch that game. No. OU, West Virginia. <laughs> it's going to be awful. What how, how much would you have to get paid to go to those games tomorrow? Uh, tickets for less. Pay us twenty five dollars each <laughs> to just go sit in the stands. Thanks. Um, no, the tournament's awesome though. I love. Obviously, having in KC is super clutch. Hopefully, that happens for the next our whole lives. Yeah, it makes no sense to do it anywhere else. It's just far better. P and L is perfect for it, and it's like we've said, it's drivable for Iowa State, K State, KU. Even I mean, OU isn't really not a bad drive. Oklahoma State. So, the other matchup that I'm kind of interested in is Iowa State Baylor. The winner of that plays K State, and I'll tell you this right now: six Iowa State at six to one odds to win the Big Twelve tournament. Hammer, tasty. That is tasty because, like we've said, fans travel. Mm-hmm. Dean Wade's injured. They're playing Scott Drew, best coach in the Big Twelve, but sometimes he struggles. If Iowa State can go in, beat Baylor, get an unhealthy K State, that crowd's going to be rabid for a title game against us or Texas Tech. So, if I was putting money on a team to win this conference tournament, it would probably be Iowa State. That's the thing with them every year is everyone talks about them potentially winning. They have a chance every year. It's not like they're ever a low seed either. And, yeah, their fans are just insane, and they travel so well. Yeah. They always have a chance to win the Big 12 tournament. And it just feels like they're too good to be playing this bad. Mm-hmm. Um, Shayok, I know, is, he's been a little hurt, hasn't he? Um, yeah, he didn't play against West Virginia when they got blown out, but I he forget, played Saturday. I forgot they got their. Someone said he got in a fu- he got in a fight at practice. Really? He got hurt in a scuffle in practice or something. Oh boy! Well, I mean, that. things are out of control. Did you see that? Like during the senior night speech, Steve Frome was like, "Hey, uh, you know, things really haven't gone our way lately. They haven't gone as what we've wanted." And somebody in the crowd was like, "You can say that again." And he was like, uh, thanks for the support. Like, Oh, my God. Why would falling apart in Ames. That sounds like something an Iowa State fan would do. I know. You interrupt a coach that is, like, having sympathy or whatever, Senior and you Iowa stand State. up and yell that when it's dead quiet. I mean, Steve Prohm needs to be careful because if he messes around too much more, uh, I don't even know if that's a word, too much more. but It's definitely not a word. It's three it's, words. It's just <laughs> not the proper grammar. But if he messes around and loses some more, there's a coach by the name of Fred Hoiberg on the market, folks, and those Iowa State people will force him out the door and beg Fred to come back. 
Yeah, they were so salty when Fred left. They Those teams are so fun to watch. Yeah. I mean, I would love for Fred to come back, but it would just be – I mean, I don't think – there's no way they would fire prone, but it's kind of a funny thought for Fred to get back on the market after two years or three years and then just be like, hey, we're going to take him back. See ya. Thanks, Steve. But – Probably won't happen because Iowa State's going to win the Big 12 tournament or lose to us in the finals. That's my prediction. What do you see happening? What's your prediction for the Big 12 tournament? Like who's going to be in the finals and stuff? Yeah, I mean, who do, you, do you see us playing Tech? Do you see Iowa State beating Baylor? Do you see K-State doing well without Dean? What are you just kind of thinking? It's so tough to take K-State right now because if Dean's seriously hurt, there's no reason for him to play in this tournament. It doesn't really mean anything for them. Like with seeding maybe, if they want to get up to a three, I think they'd get a three if they won. So that's the only thing that matters, but they're probably going to sit them out. So, I don't know. Iowa State, they're just struggling right now. So it's so tough to take them. I don't. When's the last time they won? Uh, they won in 20... Did they win in 2016? Or 2017, the year that we lost to TCU? I want to say they did. Yeah, because they, they won the Big 12 tournament, and then they got the five seed in our region in the Midwest. I was terrified. And we were terrified we were going to see them in the Sweet 16. So that was like... Was that Niang's senior? No, it was just Monte Morris' senior year. They won back-to-back years. They, um, I know they won in no, 15. They beat us in 15 in the championship yeah. game, and we had, like, Ubre. Yeah. Um, and then they won, I think, yeah, at 17. I think they've won another one, too, but not sure. I mean, they play well. Uh, yeah. So Their fans will be there, and they need to get a little hot before March. You'd think they'd be kind of riled up to play right now just to win a couple games and start clicking before the tournament, so... God, I don't know who to take out of the top side of the bracket. I, I got tough. Tech out of the bottom. I just think they're playing too well right now, and they're kind of gelling. I'll take, I'll just take K State Tech, which is kind of <laughs> bullshit of me to do to take the one and two yeah. in the turn. I just think I feel like Tech's gonna beat us in the second round. I hate saying it, but hopefully it's a good game, and that's a team, that's a tough team, and they'd get you prepared for the tournament. I feel like. Yeah, I mean, I'm my. I guess my only hope is that Tech has been just awful, or they haven't missed for weeks. So I'm hoping they struggle offensively and we can somehow beat them. But I don't know. Maybe I'm completely disrespecting Baylor. Who knows? I think if Baylor beats Iowa, mm-hmm. I think whoever wins that Iowa State Baylor game has a really good shot at going to the championship. Obviously, just because, like we've said, Dean is injured. But it depends on Makai Mason for Baylor right now. That's true. Because if he's out. If he's out, I bet Iowa State's probably a couple-point favorite. Mm-hmm. But I feel like if Mason plays, it kind of would be like a pick'em game. Yeah. That game could go either way. Be fun game. And if Dean's out, that's a favorable second-round matchup for both. Yeah. So, I don't know. It's tough to pick. I think I'm going to go – I'm just going to roll with KU-Iowa State final and just because I'll pick KU. Yeah, we can't lose to Iowa State. Yeah. Especially that would mean we lose the season series against yeah. them. That would be, be one and two. But Tech will clearly be the tough game, and obviously we still got to talk about uh, Texas, but we'll do that in a gambling segment. Okay. Let's just talk a little bit about Big 12 tournament memories. Can I? Dating back to 06, Mm -hmm. we've won. We won in 06 versus Texas. I'll just read these off real quick. Won in 06 versus Texas, 07 versus Texas, 08 versus Texas. Yikes, Rick Barnes. 2010 versus KSU, 2011 against Texas, 2013 against KSU, 2016 against West Virginia, 2018 against West Virginia. So that's one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight of the last. Eight for Bill. Eight of the last yeah. 12. Is that right? Something eight insane. Of the last 13, something like that. that can means- since you're reading off stats, um, can I read off some KU Big 12? Can I kind of brag on the Jayhawks for a little bit? Sure, go ahead. Just before the memories, because that's gonna be the fun part. 
So there's been 22 Big 12 tournaments started in 97 when Pierce was here. KU's won 11 of those, so we've won half the Big 12 tournaments. I feel like like the narrative is that we don't play good in the Big 12 tournament. Like the hater, like K-State fans will be like, you guys win regular season but don't win the tournament. I'm like, yeah, I, have you guys not heard that? People saying that we're not that good in the Big 12 tournament. A narrative with like KU fans and themselves is that we don't play well at Sprint Center. Yeah. yeah that, that. But, like all the Big 12 tournaments are at Sprint Center, and like you said, we've won eight out of 12. Most of those being in mm-hmm. That's absurd. So I haven't even really looked at it. What did you say? The 11 out of what? 22. Started in. 50% of the Big 12. Tournament. Yeah, so we've won half. And Bills played. Bills um, coached in 15 Big 12 tournaments. He's won eight. So he's won over half of those. Um, we won five of six from 2006 to 2011, and then 12, Mizzou won it the year they lost to Norfolk. Got to get that in again. Yep. And then we won the next year, so we won six of eight in that span. Is that good? I don't, I don't know. Okay. What do you yeah. think? Uh, I'd have to check my sources, but I think that's pretty good. Yeah, so KU's won half of the Big 12 tournaments since it started, and Bill's won over the half of the ones he's coached in. So KU obviously has success, and it's obviously nice that – it's been in KC most the whole time. I mean, it started at Kemper, mm-hmm. best arena ever. And then it's kind of been in Oklahoma City, Texas, and now it's probably at the Sprint Center for good. So yeah. KU's been insane, and now we can talk about those memories from how many we've won. It started in 06 with a bunch of young guys, Julian Wright and Brandon Rush and all them were, what were they, sophomores that year? No, they were freshmen. 06, freshman yeah. year. Um we had somehow battled back in Big 12 play to tie the conference. Texas had freaking LaMarcus Aldridge, P.J. Tucker, who I totally forgot about. We talked about this team last week. LaMarcus Aldridge, do those, P.J. Tucker. Do they still play basketball? Yeah, P.J. Tucker is about to the Rockets. play the second straight Western Conference Finals this year, probably. So. I thought you would get the sarcasm with asking if they still played basketball. I mean. I guess you just can't pick up my sarcasm yes, nah. your sarcasm is tough to read sometimes <laughs> people on twitter like when you said uh speed definitely didn't travel well he didn't <laughs> that one was not sarcasm okay. he got a dribble in that people can't even see just, i'm not gonna i'm not gonna get into this um 06 texas julian chalmers the birth of julian yeah that really was probably julian wright's peak moment as a jayhawk maybe the back-to-back, or at least in the span of probably three minutes, he does the big steal and dunk, and then... Never seen a dude jump like that. He's got to be one of the most athletic guys we've had. thought he was a steal for a dollar on that list we had. Oh, yeah. But I remember the dunk at Mizzou, yeah. that he literally jumped over a guy from, like, 20 Outside feet out. <laughs> yeah, it was... So, he, he's just so lanky, and, like, went, mm-hmm. it's just weird. He kind of had, like, an awkward look to him, and then all of a sudden he just, like, fly through the lane. But... That 360 he had against Texas in 06, I don't remember much of that game. I remember no. it was close, and we just pulled away. Like, young freshman dudes going up an experienced yeah. Texas team. Um, I remember it being tight the whole game, but, we yeah, we definitely pulled away. The 360, how mad would Bill have been if he missed that? Oh, I know. The game might have been pretty much over, but it's pretty risky for do a 360 dunk on a fast break. Against that good of a team. In a Big 12 championship. Yeah, but it was awesome, and I think – that put Julian and just like he became like a fan favorite after that. Yeah, people loved that so much. The but, Florida game yeah. in that tournament when they had all those studs, I think they probably won it all that year too because they went back to back. But I remember Dick Vitale just losing his oh, yeah, Julian or yeah, like called him Jam and Julian and dude, Julian Wright was awesome. I really wish we could have got one more year out of him. But uh, I also think hot take Julian Wright in today's NBA would be a lot better. 
Does anyone agree with that? I like that. Yeah, I mean, I just feel like back then playing in that kind of different style of play, I think he would have made himself a really good shooter. For sure. And uh, he would have had to. Mm-hmm. And I think he'd have been a good fit. So we don't gotta go down a Julian Wright rabbit hole here, but so. We beat Texas in 06. In 07, we've talked about this classic game, KD, Chalmers. We talked about it last show, so we don't have to go into it. The originator of the chop, the first time we really yeah. saw chop. KD. Yep, so that was awesome. 08. Did I tell you guys the story about the 07 game? Uh, I don't think so. It was in Oklahoma City. Oh, and yeah, I, yeah I went with my K-State family, and oh, yeah, we beat us. we beat K-State to go to the finals, and they were not. they were obviously weren't happy, and they – championship game we ended up driving home and i didn't get to i wasn't able to stay and watch the kd game which that game was insane they got out to a huge lead i think yeah 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 i mean that sucks i would have been throwing hands (laughs) but i also get it i mean that's the thing we haven't talked about like us versus k-state in the big 12 tournament we beat them all the time like i would love to see the numbers on what our record against them in the Big 12 tournament, it's got to be undefeated. I don't think we've ever lost to them in the Big 12 tournament. Yeah, I still I, – my mom's side, the K-State fans, they still talk about Jeff Boshi going off against them in the Big 12 tournament. He had like 30 – or he hit a stupid amount of threes. Yeah. But he went like – yeah, we beat him all the time. We beat him in some championships too. Yeah, so I guess we – the 08 versus Texas, we talked about the last show as well. Chalmers, Rush, they go off. Everyone Unreal. He's just one of the funnest games of our lifetime, I think, just for – it's 46 45 at half, right? You said earlier. So, yeah. Crazy game. 15 for 25 from three that game. We were. That's fun. 60%, yeah, if I can do math. I, I can't do math, so I don't know. We'll That's three fifths, right? right? Yeah, 60. Yeah, that game was insane. I was at that game. That was like one of the. That was when it came back to KC for good, right? Yeah, so the KU crowd. I remember that crowd being mm-hmm. real that day, so. Just back and forth game. It was 46-45 Texas at half. Mm-hmm. They had Augustine Abrams, Damian James, Connor Atchley, Dexter Pittman. Dexter and Pittman, big boy. Yeah, Chalmers was eight for twelve from three that day. Pretty good. And Rush was six for yeah six for nine. He had nineteen points, so he hit all threes. But just after that game, everyone knew how badass that team was. Mm-hmm. Like they were going to be tough to beat in the tournament. I was so confident after that game. Just because Texas was one of the best teams in the country that year. No, they were good. They had really good guards, and A.J. Abrams and Augustine obviously mm-hmm. kept up with Chalmers and Rush that day. Um, but another thing that made that game so sweet to me is the fact that we had beaten Texas in 06, 07. I think a lot of people thought that 08 was the year they were finally going to get us. They had beaten us already in Austin that year. Um, and then Bill Self again was just like, nope, we're going to win it again. So Rick Barnes had to be freaking yeah. so mad. I don't know. Has Rick Barnes won a Big 12 tournament? Um, I don't think so. I mean, we beat him in 2011 again. When did he get to Texas? Like 2000. Did he? I don't think, unless they did in the TJ Ford year, but I think Hollis Price at OU was winning it back then. So Yeah. uh, I don't think Rick Barnes has won one. He's 0-4 in championship games against us. Yeah, that was kind of like a little rivalry between us then because those games were so insane. We'd always meet him in the title, in the Big 12 title. And even like with when T-Rob's, they ended our 69-game home winning streak. We just always had great games. Even that oh, was it the 08 year we lost at Texas? Yeah, because that was one of our three losses. They didn't, they didn't have to play at KU that year. So yeah, we lost, but I mean we got revenge. Obviously, uh, Doge Bell Bay is still the best Texas Longhorn ever. Dude. Remember that dude? Yeah. He like couldn't shoot. No. He just drive to the lane yeah, he was like, and played his ass off. He was just crafty. Um, so yeah, I mean it's more fun when Texas is good for sure. Uh, yeah, the old guys with the white hats at the game. 
they sit in that little pack. Yeah, those dudes always show. I've never seen them in like freaking at Kemper like a long time. They don't move a muscle the whole game. Nope. They just stand there. Or they sit there. Yeah, that's goals. That's going to be us in like 50 years. Thank God. Um, But then 2010, we have that stacked team. We roll through the conference that year. We beat K-State. 2011, we played Texas again. That was that Morris Twins. K-State was super good that year, too. I think they went to the Elite Eight. They had Clemente, Poland. Mm -hmm. Yeah, Curtis Kelly, Jamar Samuels, dudes like that. They were super good that year. Yeah. Almost made the Final Four. I don't remember that game much. I think we probably just I don't either. controlled it the whole time. That team was just – that KU team was in such cruise control. We just never really – we just won all the time. It, there's not a ton of big-time memories from that season outside of that road win at K-State. <laughs> I'm getting memories from that. I actually went to that game at the Sprint Center. And I don't know if this is appropriate for the pod, but I was sitting next to a dude. Oh, God. He was called – so Luis Colon. He was calling him like colonoscopy. And then he was calling Dennis Clemente chlamydia Ooh, the whole game, a KU wow. fan, and I was in tears. That's some creative like, trash talk. Yeah, I mean, 16, 15-year-old me just sitting there giggling the whole game, listening to this guy say chlamydia. That's, that's a pretty good story. I think it's appropriate. Uh, sorry, We've said Mom. worse on the pod. Absolutely. If I offended anyone, come at me. Don't stop listening to the pod, please. Yeah. Uh, so... Yeah, I mean the 2011 that Morris twin the Morris twins Tyshawn they absolutely pretty much dominate Texas. Yeah, um, started yeah. feeling super good about that team too because the twins were unstoppable and we heard about how hard they worked in the yeah. before the season, but they just couldn't be stopped together. T. Rob was kind of coming along then. Mm-hmm. Tyshawn Brady and Tyrell that was there last year. I remember they were hitting tons of shots. Mm-hmm. That turn- God, that team was good. I hate that we always get into that. God, 2011 yeah. does hurt. That could be the worst one. I have always told people VCU is the worst one, but everyone goes back to Northern Iowa. To me, the VCU Cause if, stings more than anything. Yeah, and because it's deeper in the tournament. Yep. Because you could, like, make a case for us winning the title to anyone that year just because Butler was – that was the Butler without Gordon Hayward yeah. and then UConn in the title. I just like talking about this because <laughs> I don't like it. I'm but not doing it. I'm I hate it. it this time. But – 13 K-State. That was a big championship game mm-hmm. because we had tied the conference with them. Granted, we had won at K-State, and then we absolutely blew the doors off of them in Lawrence. But you know if they would have won that conference championship oh my. game or the Big 12 championship game, they would have said, well, since we won the tournament, we're technically the real champs, right? Which, I mean, it would have been a nice little troll job by them. I wouldn't have told them – or I would have been triggered, but, like, obviously I get why they would say that. So that was a big game. Um, and our fans would have been douchebags too about it. They'd be like, "Well, we went two and one, yeah, and yeah, the Big Twelve just, tournament doesn't really matter." Yeah, it would have been a mess. And the good thing about us winning that game is we made it very clear while we tied, we were the far better team that season, and mm-hmm. I don't think they would really question that. Um, I really, I love that thirteen team, man. So many seniors, mm-hmm. even Kevin Young. I love the way he played yeah, he with the Elijah Relaford, and then you had a super freshman that led the team in scoring in Macklemore. I remember Macklemore hitting the big shot in that 13 finals when we started to kind of run away with it. He hit a corner three, and that was kind of it. Um, mm-hmm. Perry, so well. remember that game Perry went off at the Big 12 tournament that year? Yeah, that was he was just another guy ball. on the team that could help. That team was pretty dirty. Yeah, we need we need Big Dave to have a Perry type mm-hmm. Big 12 tournament. I mean, even Silvio last year in the finals against West Virginia was big. So hopefully Dave keeps that trend up with the young freshman kind of showing out in the Big 12 tournament. Can't forget about the Elijah nutmeg on Will Spradling. Oh, I totally forgot about that. Good memory. That was hilarious. Just out of nowhere, too. Like Not like Elijah had ever done that before. 
Um, just kind of a little cherry on top to that three-win season we had over them. So shout-out to Elijah. Still trying to get him on the pod, by the way. Please, EJ. Come on. Big um, Lodge. So, and then the last two we've had, 2016 versus West Virginia, 2018 versus West Virginia. Just really fun games, both of them. Devontae was huge in that his sophomore year against West Virginia. I think he won MVP of the tournament that year. Yeah, he did. And then last year, I mean, Malik, I think we just, me and you were just talking, we rewatched this game a little bit ago. I mean, we were just hitting shots all the time. Oh, it was unreal. That game, they kind of got up big on us at one point. That team just answered every punch. That's when you started getting confident in that team, too, because you knew Doak would be back. Mm -hmm. But, um, yeah, with DT, West Virginia fans have to hate that dude. He's a cool dude, but think about how many big games he had against them and single-handedly beat them. The 14-point game down three or with three minutes left, he we don't win that game without Devontae. And then at De, at West Va last year when I thought there was no chance in hell we could win when we got down like 15 or whatever it was, and Devontae yeah, won us that game. Oh, you're talking at, at West Virginia? Yeah. Yeah. Well, I'm thinking like even going into the championship in the tournament last year, like we didn't have Udoka, we had already beaten them two times in comeback fashion. Like it felt like, all right, this is we we're without Udoka. They're gonna get us this time. They owe us one. Yeah. And those dudes just like and like you said, you brought it up. You brought it up a couple times. That's when we started feeling confident that that team could make a run, and that's why I think a lot of people like to think, oh, the Big Twelve tournament doesn't matter. But I think a ton of teams that make runs in March put it together in their conference tournaments, and I think this team is a team that if they go out and somehow rattle off three in a row in front of a pretty good crowd, that's when we start getting the selection. For Sunday sure. We're like, hey. The bracket kind of falls right for us. This team could absolutely make a run. But I do think this team's going to make a run. We've got to start seeing some signs this week in Kansas City. Yeah, and it could be, I mean, we have a tough Texas team trying to get in the tournament, so it could be done early, and then you have no momentum going to the tournament. But, yeah, the Big 12 tournament instills confidence in guys too. Mm -hmm. Malik really started. Malik was good at the end of the year, but what if Malik doesn't have that Big 12 tournament and get all that confidence? Does he play like that in the tournament? You can't tell now, but... Guys just start coming along, and maybe that could be Dave. Dave and Silvio could be the same, like scenario from last year. Dave or Silvio was eight for eight in that game, sixteen and ten, without Doke or without yeah without Doke. Eight for eight from the field. Yeah, dunks like dunking on people, making tough layups too. I remember too. that lob where at the end of the first half, Devontae on the run threw that lob up to Silvio. Place went nuts out of nowhere. Silvio got that. He screamed. God. Yeah, I know. It's so yeah, it sucks and depressing just year this has been. But but he really started playing with more confidence in the tournament. He was good in the tournament. It took him a while to come along and it, that's why you can compare this to Dave too is it's not like Dave was playing early. So it's basically like he's not playing. He doesn't know what the speed of the game is and now he's finally getting minutes when Doke and they officially find out Silvio's out. And now he's just playing with confidence. Yeah, I hope so, man. I mean, Fran kept calling them the, the Twin Towers on Saturday. Yeah. But I don't know. It'll be it'll be interesting. I'm I'm excited for it either way. Uh, it'll be fun. I think Dave's just going to be huge the rest of the way. I hope so, man. He's – guess what – guess his shooting – both of you. Guess his shooting percentage the last – both games last week. Dan, you can guess if you want to. I don't know if you'll – you might guess something insane. Uh, Probably haven't watched. I'm gonna, I'm gonna go before Dan steals my thing again. I'm gonna go seventy-eight uh, percent. Anthony, I'll go seventy-one. Seventy is the answer. Fourteen. You let him pick. What do you want to pick now? 
<laughs> um, 14 for 20. Wow. He was, I don't even know what his numbers were, but OU, I think, 9 for 11. Yeah. Something stupid. We didn't even see half of him. I feel like we were just out and of it by that he's only He only played 21 minutes. Mm-hmm. I mean, and he's getting those shots up. His touch is nice around the rim right now. Nice. But he has, so he went uh, 30 and 10 combined on the week. Thirty points, ten boards, eighteen minutes. You have twelve and five and eighteen minutes. You're taking that from anyone. He's being very efficient. I'd love to look at his like per forty numbers and stuff like that because I bet they're really good. Yeah, eighteen and five, in twenty one minutes against OU is insane. Yeah, twenty. So, I mean, for anyone to do that in forty minutes is pretty good. Yeah, I mean, you're right. I hope Dave is part of that. Just Silvio Perry, all these young dudes that have had huge. Big 12 tournaments and kind of got confidence because we're going to need him for a run in March. You know what I'm sitting here thinking about when we're hyping up Dave? Mm-hmm. Is that we don't need to hype him up because every player we've hyped up this year just starts playing like shit right after. Remember we had a pod called Marcus Garrett is greater than LeBron James and we talked about how Marcus was our second best player. Yeah. You know? Like that was just, that was it. Marcus is a scorer now. He's going to shoot super high percentage. And Yeah, that. even someone asked if it's okay if he's our second scorer right now because he was at that time. It is okay, but yeah, we take like that it. all day. And then we hyped up Devon, and then we hype up Mitch, and he kind of had a bad game against OU. Yeah. We hyped up Oach, which everyone was. Yeah. He kind of fell off. I just feel like every time we fucking hype up a player, they start kind of they start it's going just, downhill almost. It's just been a roller coaster for all the players. I don't think it necessarily has to do with the ain't no seats pod curse. But. And yeah, we're also hyping up a bunch of freshmen, yeah. so it's hard for. You can't really expect 18-5 and five out of Dave every game, but you need to play hard. Like yeah. Mitch, if Mitch doesn't – 8-5 and five is a good line for him, but if he doesn't do that, at least play hard and give us energy because we need a leader right now. I could see Mitch even doing it the rest of the way. Yeah, I mean, we need one of those two guys to always just bring energy, be a defensive shot blocker. Dave had a big block the other night, too. Yep. I don't really remember a ton of those, so – we are definitely hoping for a big Big 12 tournament from Dave. I think we can win the Big 12 tournament. I think this team is capable. But let's move on now. Selection Sunday is Sunday. Yes, obviously. sir. The day after the Big 12 championship that we're going to win. Um, I don't know. I think if we win the Big 12 tournament, are we going to get a three seed? Or are we going to get a four seed? I don't know. If I think won. three for sure. I think With our resume and I you win the Big 12, that, that would mean you probably go through Tech. Yep. which is a huge win. That's another quadrant one win. Yep. K-State, even if it's not K-State, Iowa State, Baylor, those are tournament teams. I know. I, so that, I, And that's who it's going to be no matter what. If we get to the championship, Iowa State, Baylor, K-State. So you win those two with your insane resume, that would make it like nine or ten top 25 wins. Yeah, I mean, I agree. I think if we win three in a row here, and I mean, even Texas. Texas isn't a power, or powerhouse, but they're still a team on the NCAA or on the bubble, so... That's three big wins we could have this week in a span of three days, which not every conference is as good as the Big 12. You don't like Houston, who's a team we're kind of battling with for a three line. Yeah. They don't have a bunch of resume building games they can win this week. Um, so we'll see. I think three seed. Let's kind of, I'm going to go ahead just for conversational sake. We're going to say we get a four seed. Obviously, we want to be in the Midwest. Region. I don't see. I don't see us getting a five. I just don't know how the committee can bring us down to a five. Too many quadrant one wins. Strength of schedule. We're gonna be fine. I'm thinking a four seed is our most likely thing or likely seed. I really want to be in that Midwest region. I think yeah. that's pretty rare. Who knows? Um, Maybe the committee messes up or something. I don't know how they would do that. Yeah. Boy, like. 
committee loves to make money. And I think that is the one reason we have a shot to be in the Midwest. Um, you think back, we already brought it up, Iowa State, they got in the Midwest when they were a five-seat a few years mm-hmm. ago. Like They knew putting us with Iowa State that year could sell crazy tickets. As oh, yeah. So I'm hoping, I'm, who would be the one, if we were four-seat, who are we thinking would be the one-seat in the Midwest? Would that be Virginia? No, they were out east this morning, probably oh, like Kentucky, UNC, UNC, Kentucky, Tennessee, LSU, my number one seed. Oh yeah, I love to <laughs> say LSU's gonna get a one seed. That's a team that could don't even have a head coach. That's a team that could maybe get a three over us. They probably would get a three LSU over right us. Yeah, right now, so. yeah. So them and then one of Michigan State and Michigan might drop down to a three, and then you got Houston, Purdue, who won the Big Ten, right? Yeah. If they won the Big Ten tournament, they probably get a three. I think. I don't know. It's so hard to tell because it's so top-heavy this year. There's so many fire teams that are one and twos already, no matter what. But I think if we got to the Big 12 title game, that we could still get a three even. Uh, I don't know. I think it's going to be tough. I think. What do you AB, think? AB, you check bracketology like seven times a day. Give me your takes. I think we're pretty locked into a four unless we win it. I just don't know. Like, really? You just named off teams like who's yeah. And even the teams that like might drop, like I mean, they're all. I feel like they're all in the one and two line. And then there's going to be probably two with each other. Like okay. Duke or Carolina, they're one or two. Whoever wins that semifinal game is probably getting a one. But we're a four seed. Can we be in the Midwest? You think that? You think that's alive? If we get to the Big 12 title game, you think they deserve or they kind of reward us and put us in the Midwest? No. I, see it. I mean, like we've said all year, it's all about money. Yeah. Yeah. They're, they're going to sell the place out if KU's at Sprint Center. Yep. Why don't we have the Sprint Center just pay the committee? <laughs> put us in the Midwest no matter what. Jeez. It's not like it's guaranteed we get to the Sprint Center. No, Just no, let that, us. That, that's what I was going to say a little down the line. Like, we're going to obsess over that, and then we're going to get oh my God. as our five seed. And boom, we're on. I've got a spin zone for if we don't play in Kansas City and we have to actually go somewhere else. Cole probably won't be attending any games. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> so, I'm going to tell you, hashtag blame Cole. This is not the year to put blame Cole on the line. This is not the year to no. call this team. If we're a one or two. <laughs> yeah. You know he's going to be talked into it, though. If oh, it's yeah. like if KU it's versus Center. Kentucky at Sprint Center in the Sweet 16, he's going. for sure going. He's absolutely going. If we had Doak or Silvio. Yeah. Like if one of those guys was coming back. Oh, my God. Just uh, saying those two names makes me sad. I know. We keep bringing up sad things. Got to. you all these things. Let's get to – so we're assuming we're a four seed. Who knows we'll get the Midwest – who are some scary first round matchups if we're a four seed? Who are some thirteen seeds that you want no part of? And I know you got a guy that you're obsessed with and the team that you are terrified of. Who you got? Yeah, obsessed with Ja Morant. Yep. I think A B probably knows that after watching the Belmont game the other night. I mean he was ready to like do some things to me that was he was so excited about Ja Morant. Oh. He was going down and dunking, he was and Braden screaming his ass off. Like it was the craziest thing. It's like he was watching a KU game. Yeah, I'm a huge fan of him. Whatever team he goes to, I'm I'm getting his jersey. I've just never seen a dude play that hard. He's going to the Bulls. Oh, my God. <clears throat> AB would somehow complain about it. He's already done it. He's like, no, we're going to end up with Jummer. He's so good. He's going to get Zion. RJ Barrett's going to go wherever, and we're going to get Jummer. I think Jummer is going to be a stud. But Yeah, he just he does everything, and he's so athletic. And he's one of the best passers I've seen at the college level. And he throws everything one-handed. That's why sure. you were talking about us playing like guys that can score like yeah. crazy in the tournament and people getting scared. But Jaw's so different mm-hmm. because he gets so much attention. He drives the lane and gets guys open looks. D1 players can hit threes, yeah. obviously, and they're open, and he has such good vision. 
gets guys open. That's why I would worry about him at all times. Yeah, so you've got uh, Murray State, I think. I don't want to play Jaw. I think they're going to get a 12 seed. From what I'm seeing, I think a 12 seed seems more likely. Um, if we lose to Texas on Thursday, do we get a 5? Oh, my gosh. Well, That's another good question. We get a 5, and I think maybe we de- we probably would. I think we'd drop to 5, but I don't know. Either way, whoever we get as a 12 seed is going to be absolutely terrifying. I haven't even really looked at the 12 potential 12 seeds. I think Murray State, from what I saw, was a 12, so I'm hoping we avoid them that way. Mm-hmm. Um, another team that I'm kind of scared of, and I know people have – actually, I'm not that scared of, but I know everyone else is, Mike Dom, South Dakota State, right? I they, get all the yikes. Dakotas. They getting that out large, dude. They didn't get did in. They lose? Yes. They lost? <laughs> yeah, they were Folks, down like I had 15. This in my notes. Nobody tells me. Well, you read, read my notes, notes. at turd No, you put those in late. You put that in like at the end before we left to come here. Yikes! They lost. They lost to like Western Illinois. They Mike were... Dom's not playing in the NCAA. No, it's awful. If him and Jaw were out, I'd be so pissed. And then Chris Clemens is out. Yeah. That dude Chris that Clemens. I haven't got to see him play, but he goes nuts. He's insane. I watched highlights him the other night. Wow, I'm I don't know where I was whenever Mike Dom lost, but you were so confident. It was it was <laughs> well, during. I was about to get in on a rant about how like. Everyone's so scared of them. Everyone's tweeting at me like, oh, we don't want South Dakota State. I was like, guys, relax. It'll be fine. But don't at me. Disregard. Yeah. Disregard South Dakota State it was, talk. It was during that K-State or like the UNC Duke game on Saturday. They lost then. Yeah, they were – Dom only had like – which 15's a nice night. I'd be pumped to score 15 in a game. But yeah. he only – I think he had less than 15 or something like, stupid like that. But they well, were down. They were down like 15 at one point. Remember, it kept flashing across the bottom. Yeah, they kind of got back into it. But that is wild. All right. So obviously, Mike Dom won't be an issue. Um, AB, you feel like Hofstra is going to be a problem? Hofstra's the squad. I'm telling you right now. They're they might be a 13, maybe a 12. If we go to a five. Um, I think we could have some issues with Hofstra. They have the second leading scorer in the country this year wow. in terms of point per game. I'm trying to find his name right now. It was Justin Wright Foreman. <laughs> He'll go off against us for sure. He'll he had go to 40 school. today, right? Yeah, he had 42. And probably had, yeah, because it went to OT. He had yeah. 40 going into OT. Yikes. Uh, yeah, I'll pass on them. So, folks, if you see Hofstra uh, run across your screen on Selection Sunday, start to get worried because that Hammer. will. The Hofstra pride. <laughs> they're, they're the pride? That's what I saw. What a name. Lying to me. What a name. Um, yeah, so, I mean, it doesn't matter who we get first round. Whoever it is, we are going to be a hot Upset pick. Everyone's gonna pick it. Seth Davis will sharpie it. Um, so That's, he only does that for 16 seats against yeah, us. The, <laughs> that was hilarious. Um, but I don't know. So talking. Let, let's assume we can beat the 13 seed we get. We're then gonna have to start worrying about five seeds and one seeds. Obviously, let's look at some potential five seeds. I have down as my scariest five seed. Uh, I think you guys have some that you think, but the one that scares me is Virginia Tech. They're good. They mm-hmm. come from the ACC. Buzz Williams is a stud. I know they're not fully healthy, but I think by then Robinson will be back. They're a team I do not want to see in the second round. Yeah, if Robinson's healthy too. He's a veteran point guard that gets things going for them. So, And they're, they've been pretty solid without him. Yeah, I would not want to see them. What seed is Florida State going to be? Four? I think they're locked, pretty locked in at a four, but obviously that's a team. I don't want to see them. No. Too. So if somehow, I think we lose. I think if we lose Thursday, there's definitely a chance we get a five. Yeah. So maybe we could see Florida State win I second mean, round. Yeah, that's true. I guess I don't really think too much of four or five being that big of a difference, but when you factor in twelve seeds 
And then, yeah, you factor in all of a sudden, instead of playing uh, Marquette or Virginia Tech, you're mm-hmm. playing freaking Florida State. So, yeah, let's not lose to Texas. Uh, Florida State's scary. I think Nevada, we've all agreed, if they're a five seed, yeah. it would be scary. Um, really talented team, went to Sweet 16. Yeah. Martin Twins are studs. Yeah, Martin Twins and then that Jordan Caroline kid, yeah. too, that punched the fire hydrant. Yeah, I, hope, He's a, I hope his hand's doing He's a senior too, so they, the twins. This is their last go at it. Jordan Caroline's last go. They're going to be so tough to I mean, beat in the tournament, and they kind of went on a run last year. Yeah, they made the second weekend. Yeah, they're good. They're scary. I was not in on them. I remember early in the year, people were like, "Oh, they're top five team, like one or two seed." I wasn't in on them, but I am in on them if they're five or six seed. Um, so they're pretty scary. You know, the five seed. I want a team that's absolutely struggling. Marquette. They have they lost they lose three straight to end the year. Four, I think. Four. I know they've got maybe the best scorer in the country, one of them, but Martin <coughs> Howard. But I don't know. We already beat them once. I think we beat them again. If I saw them as our five, I think they're a team that could. It just feels like teams that start to unravel like this. They are the ones that get upset. I know it's yeah. like that strong of a take, but it's like when you're playing bad this late in the year, it's hard to turn it around. So Marcus Howard will just be so tough to eliminate from the tournament. He's kind of like. He's kind of like Ja, yeah. Ja Morant, where he can just carry a team. And what year is Marcus Howard? Uh, no idea. But he... God, I'll tell you what. If I was an NBA scout, I'm looking at him. I know he does, like, isn't athletic. Uh, no. He doesn't do much besides shoot, but he's just freaking insane. He scores like nobody I've ever like. When he gets going, he can get on those runs where he'll hit like eight straight. So he would be terrifying to play. But overall, Marquette cold too i'm not too worried about that matchup i think devon would marcus is going to get his but i think devon will make it tough on him too yeah so i'd love if we see marquette i guess some other five a five seed i wrote down maryland mm-hmm. i don't think maryland would scare me too much no um Turge. i don't want to play wisconsin to be honest with you uh i'd take wisconsin we'd beat wisconsin i just hack a hap yeah i, don't <laughs> I wish know. we had you doka they've got some old guys on that team and they've yeah. got the experience. I feel like they're always a team that like makes a weird run. Oh yeah, I mean they're the they're always weekend, annoying. But... They're good, but I don't know. I, if if I saw Mark Wisconsin pop up on our screen, I'm not freaking out or anything. I am because I would be sick watching that game. I hate gross. watching Wisconsin. It would be gross. Total would be like 78. Ugh. Yeah. So I don't know. Uh, I guess some other teams. A team that is very scary. Buffalo. They're coming in at a 60 no. right now. They're ranked 18th in the country. I will absolutely be terrified of them. They just run and gun, dude, all day. Blew the doors off Arizona last year. I yeah. I stopped saying blew the doors off. I've said it like six times this pod. But they're scary. Um, Villanova, <laughs> there could be a potential five seed. Never want to play them in the tournament. Yeah, I don't know. I'm torn. I got one on Villanova. There's like a stat out there that like <laughs> seven or eight Seven or eight years in a row, the team that won the title, the next year they don't make it to the second weekend. Love that bet. So... Please, I actually, I circle Villanova as a team I do want to see. They're just not good. I mean, no, I would be fine playing them, but like Jay Wright, said, he's scary. Jay Wright's been getting his teams going in March lately. Obviously, they've won two of the last three, but like Pascal would scare me, and Booth, and then that Gillespie kid. They got a bunch of shooters, and their experience. They got a couple guys back from the title team. Not too many. A lot of people left, but mm-hmm. you definitely want revenge on them, man. We, if we could have beat them the two years they beat us. I mean, who knows? Maybe we're the national champs those years, or at least one of them. That's what I was going to say. We owe them one. I'd love to see them as a second-round matchup because, like, what would that put them at? They beat us in 2013 Mm -hmm. with Wiggins. They beat us – that was early in the year, 
2013, 2014. AB tried to fact check me there. I'm I right. thought you were talking about NCAA tournament. No, 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 no. 2013 in that Bahamas oh. tournament. They beat us Archidiacono. Yeah, they beat us in 2016, and then they beat us in 2018. So that's three straight wins. We got them in. Well, Bills. we beat them this year. Oh, yeah. I was Whatever. just thinking that, talking, though. Yeah. Because it'd be cool to beat the old Villanova Wildcats who hit 33s on us in the Final Four, beat them twice this year. That'd be cool. Yeah, it would be nice. We owe them one in March, I guess I'll say. Um, Phil Booth, he's killed us in both those games. You know he would go off. He's a stud. He's been. He's the really seems to be the guy that's kind of been their only consistent player all year. For sure. Um, but I don't know. So then you got to look at one seeds, two seeds. Let's assume we get past the four mm-hmm. or the four five matchup. I think. It's hard because there's a lot of good teams, ones and twos. I would say looking at teams like Virginia, Duke, UNC, Tennessee, Kentucky, I think if I had to choose one to play, I'd say Kentucky just because they're kind of young. Their experienced guy, Reed Travis, is hurt right now. Um, Is he out for a minute? uh, Calipari said a day if he plays in the conference tournament, it'll be in like four to five-minute stretches. So by the Sweet 16, he'll probably be fine, but still – Give me the young team versus a young team in the NCAA tournament rather than us having to play against, uh, like, a Virginia, which I think, A.B., that's who you want as our one seed, even though they've been your even, team. Oh, my no, God. No, here's the thing. <laughs> no, no. I, I love Virginia. I think they're going to win it all this year. But just historically speaking, like, they don't really do well in the tournament. Mm-hmm. So, like, my thought with them is I don't think we would beat them, but I think there's a chance that an 8 or 9 beats them before we get to them. And then the bracket just kind of falls apart and we walk into an Elite Eight or something. Man, that would be a super tough matchup for our freshmen. All that pressure yeah. that they bring and the pressure of the tournament. They'd uh, be up in our face all day on defense. And our, Obviously, we don't really have many consistent scores. Mm-hmm. I don't want to see it. That would be a slow, just brutal death to end our season. Like <laughs> I think they would just slowly beat us down from tip-off. Like, they, we would never have a shot. They might not blow us out. But you would just see the whole game. Like yeah. We, just, we couldn't – yeah, I mean, like you said, like trying to run offense against those guys is tough. So I'd be terrified if you get them. If you get down to them too, you're fucked. Yeah. Because they play such good defense and then they got the white strokers and Jerome and yeah, Kyle I mean, Guy. Kyle Guy would hit 27 threes against us. No question. Um, and it'd be kind of like getting down to Tech. Like once we got down 20 to Tech, it's like their defense – too good they're not blowing this lead so give me the blue give me the duke blue devils (laughs) the blue yeah the do devils i kind of like that um give me them i'll take i don't know if zion i still don't even know if he's gonna play i don't think he should risk it i think he's gonna play though but sorry if duke's healthy they're beating us by 50 points uh maybe (laughs) i don't think i agree with that i don't think think we can score with them give me duke okay that's your team i'm wrong why are we i mean tennessee might not even who are you I mean, Zion, I mean, obviously you can't stop him, but Cam Reddish isn't really that consistent. RJ's really good, but I don't know. They're young, too. They don't really have any old guys at all. Yeah, I mean, and we saw last year, like, just because they're young, like, they'll sell. It's bold, but Zion might not play. If Zion doesn't play, give me Duke, because those guys stink without Zion. I mean, what are they without Zion? Um, they've lost probably four games out of, like, the three, I think. Three of they lost to Carolina twice. Yeah, and then they lost at Virginia Tech. Yeah, uh, I they guess almost the other, lost to Wake. They almost lost to Wake. They, it's not a guarantee that Zion's going to be there. No, so he I hasn't mean, played, and he's at the guaranteed number one pick. If that is your like reasoning for wanting them, I totally get that. that yeah, but, <laughs> that's my only logic because what what amazing teams do you want to play right now? I've got one that I really want to play. 
LSU. They're going to be a one seed, folks. No, they're not, but I did circle them as the two seed I want if we're a three seed. They're not, they don't even have a head coach. They're going to lose in the SEC tournament. Are you telling me you think LSU wins the SEC tournament? If LSU wins the SEC tournament, they're a one seed. Okay, yeah, I if agree. Okay, but here's the thing with LSU. Against two top five teams in the country, pretty yeah, much. They only have to play one of them. Okay, True. yeah, go in your little spiel. Yeah, so like they only have to play either Tennessee or Kentucky once. And the rest of the SEC is kind of, as Ryan would say, stinky. Mm-hmm. So like they, so if you, they can get to a title game, then they're going to play Kentucky or Tennessee. What if, them both. what if they get the old postseason ban over <laughs> the next week? Yeah, the, the, uh, the wiretap. On themselves. Uh, no, I mean, LSU, I, I, I think I want to see LSU, and I think that's yeah. what AB's saying is you're hoping they run through the NCAA, or the SEC tournament and we see them. Those uh, dudes are insane on the boards, though. They're so lengthy. Yeah. Emmett Williams and uh, Nas Reed. Mm-hmm. They yeah. get insane boards, and we don't really have that many height. We don't have much height right now, mm-hmm. that many height. Diedrich's our best rebounder, and he's 6'9", undersized, and those dudes can jump out of the gym. Yeah. Diedrich can't jump? You don't think so? I mean, he dunks every game. Windmill 360s <laughs> on fast breaks. I think, yeah. I mean, I, and I also think Diedrich struggles against athleticism and length. So yep. Would be terrifying. Uh, let's be honest. Every team is going to be terrifying. This one, every one or two seed this year. I haven't. College basketball is amazing. Good season in the NCAA tournament. Are, they're good. Yeah. They're good teams. That's why. That's kind of my gripe with KU fans, too. Regardless of who we get in the tournament, always seem to break down and act like it's oh, the it's... worst draw in history. But like, I mean, once we get past the first weekend, it's just really good teams. Yeah, They're the top sixteen teams in the country, most likely. So everyone thinks they got the worst draw. I mean, last year, remember when Duke popped up and Michigan State? It was like we have no one picked us to Final Four. So clearly, you're always gonna have good teams, and you're we're better against we're better against the Blue Bloods in March. That's why I want no part of Buffalo. No, Jimmy Nova. I want no part of Nevada. I don't know if we can keep up with Buffalo. Scoring-wise. Ooh, hot takes That's for me. That's my hot take. We'll see their matchup, sir. They had, they had fun last year. They we'll go. Very we'll, popular pick. So you're just going to pick against them regardless? Yeah. So they're, uh, what are they, six six or six, seven? But, uh, yeah, I would say they're probably going to six. They're going to play TCU after TCU wins a win, like a play-in game? They will not. A- hashtag fire Jamie Dixon. Oh, my God. Thanks. They're but, dropping bags too now. Yeah. Someone. Yeah, how are you gonna get caught? Someone paid the Horn Frogs for them to just lose every game down the stretch. We needed. We knew like with three weeks to go that we were gonna need TCU to be big for us. <laughs> I know. K State game, they just shit the bed. Uh, Texas Tech, they got down like twenty. The game was over. Yep. I want Jamie Dixon fired. I don't care. He seems like a nice guy. He's done good things, but what he did the final three weeks of this season. And then he once was, we, like, didn't need them to win anymore on yeah. Saturday, they go into Texas one by 15. Look incredible on Saturday. They got the eight seed in the Big 12 tournament. They have talent, I feel like. Senior point guard Desmond Bain, they got some athletic bigs. I don't know how they got eighth in the Big 12. Yeah, it, they just collapsed. But who knows, maybe they'll turn it around. Um, but I don't know. That's all I've really got on the NCAA tournament. It'll be interesting to see when the bracket comes out on kind of if yeah. Any of these teams we've talked about is the matchup. I think some of them, it's pretty likely we will. I'm hearing, um, I'm hearing rumors that we're gonna be in the studio after Selection Sunday. Yes. Or are we gonna do it during? No, I think we're gonna do it after. I want to watch it live. During would be so awesome because, like, imagine if we pull Hofstra and AB goes fuck, starts <laughs> screaming fuck, and then I just feel like, and even like five twelve games, we see Murray State against us. I'd be pissed. Well, Stuff like that. 
I think we should definitely do a live reaction. I just hate how when things are behind and I'm with, my friends are going to be texting me about the bracket before we Turn see your phone it. We're going to be watching like 15 seconds behind. It's not the end of the world. Uh, we'll see. Yeah, no, but I'm down for whatever. We're going to have a whole Big 12 tournament to cover, though, too. So we, we're going to have a lot of stuff that Sunday. Yeah, so that'll be fun, but let's move on. All right, guys, this gambling segment is brought to you by our clothing sponsor over at CrimsonFeatherClothing.com. For those of you who don't know about Crimson Feather, please go check them out. They have an awesome range of gear and have everything you need for game day. They sent us the stuff. We still rock the hats. We rock the polos. We rock the pullovers, the T-shirt. Um, everyone loves it. So definitely go check them out. Remember, they are giving our listeners free shipping on all orders, regardless of purchase, until the next game tips when the Hawks cover. And the Hawks just covered against Baylor because, of course, they did. So go use Ain't No Seats at checkout um, because good teams win, great teams cover. So go check them out, CrimsonFeatherClothing.com. They're also on Instagram, CrimsonFeatherClothing. Go give them a look. Go buy some gear for March. You'll look good. We promise. Stuff is great. Shout out to Crimson Feather. Let's get on the gambling. AB, what do you got for us? Alrighty, folks. Uh, we all had KU in the over last weekend, so we all had three in a weeks with the nice. hammer. Um, we forgot to look at his face before he started talking. I'm glad we're videoing it because he gets so amped. Just wait for the old hammer. Um, oh, God. Oh, so now your nickname's Old Hammer. The hammer is coming. Yeah. The hammers also will be coming after once this game hits. So, um, anyway, on to the, the game. Uh, KU Texas on Thursday night for the first time in our lifetime, maybe. We're not playing the 130 game in the yeah. baseball tournament. That is nice. Always. So that's why we didn't win to be 12. So we wanted all, the night game instead yeah. of the early afternoon. I've, I've been skipping school for my entire life to try and watch these games. Oh, yeah. So, like, Get convincing the teacher in high school to like throw it up on the big screen. Mm -hmm. It's just which why would teachers not? Yeah, just this early game always has sucked. So the one positive, like AB said, it's a night game. Go on. And now AB can hammer every over because the teams didn't have to wake up early. But if we were playing (laughs) at eleven, if we were playing at eleven, he would probably text me in the morning. Take under first half. (laughs) Take under game. These guys, they've been partying until. 3 a.m. They had to wake up at 6. They're, they're not going to have their legs. A.B. assumes every college basketball team on the road is just getting absolutely hammered before the night they play at 11 a.m. But I, I don't You guys will be sorry. Okay. So, All right. It is so, a lot. It is a lot. You'll be so sorry. Um, okay, so KU on Thursday night is a two-point favorite. I'll get into that later. God, that's close. That's I was scary. I was talking about this game with one of my buddies the other day, and we thought it would be like four or five. So I was thinking like five and a half or something like that, but two is stressful. That's unreal. Yeah. That this is going to be can potentially be a one-possession game. Who would have thought we'd be like a two-point favorite in the Big 12 tournament against Texas? Yeah, gross. A 500 team pretty much. Yeah, I mean, they got Roach back minus two. I don't know. Do you have some more thoughts? Sorry. I'm just really excited to put like a triple hammer on KU minus two. Okay. Oh my God. Like, I'm not like... I know this bit me in the ass last time we had a Texas game. <laughs> when I was like, oh, bro, beat Texas by 30. Shock, will get Take alternate game. spread. Take whatever. <laughs> Take KU minus 29 and a half. Live bet them every timeout. Then we got smokes, never really had a chance. Yeah. So, uh, but no, we'll basically be at home. Prime time. Home. There we go. I love KU minus two. Uh, you guys low. love me, I'll put more than two unis on it, but... You know, <laughs> I mean, I agree. Minus two seems low. I would imagine that line goes up by that game. Um, I think the Hawks win. I mean, 
certainly by more than two points. I'm confident. I mean, it's Chaka Smart versus Bill Self. He's only got him one time over yeah. Texas. I don't think he's getting him two times in a row. And if we're going to be trying to be positive going into parts, we absolutely got to win this game. So I think we're – I like minus two, and I might join you in hammering it because that's just too low. I like the yeah. Hawks by – Eight to thirteen points in this game, I think. So I think you'd have eight my, to thirteen. Eight to thirteen what is my gap. is what my brain. You, could, is you should me. try to get that prop. That's like a NFL football yeah. win by this certain amount, like eight through. Yeah, um, I feel like you're a psycho if you take Texas in this two point spread. KU's history in the Big Twelve, it's a home game. Yeah. Texas won't have many fans. They probably would if they had. Oh, I'm not taking them, but if. Texas had a better team. They might have more fans, but it's going to be a home game for us. We need a win. We need to win this game, I feel like, for our confidence in March. Yeah. And I think the reason it is a two-point spread is that low is because Texas, they're not in the tournament by any means. Mm-hmm. But if they win this game, you beat a top 15 team, whatever we're going to be, and the team that's probably going to be a three or four in March. So it's going to give that's going to help the resume, especially beating us twice. Yeah, I mean – my concern is absolutely one, like you said, they are desperate for tournament hope, but also Shaka Smart, I think he's probably going to be back, is mm-hmm. what I've read lately, but there's also been rumblings that he could be fired this year. So he could be coaching for his job and how for sure. I think you tweeted yeah. it would be incredible. To just Beat the living shit out of that yeah. little bald crazy guy. Yeah, just destroy them and send Shaka packing. So yeah, I would love that. I agree. Um, I feel like Texas, like, I feel like they expect to make the tournament every year. So if Shaka loses this and they don't make the tournament, yeah. and it's what year is this for him? I mean, four, five, I think. Yeah, four. He so, came a couple of years after he beat us, right? It wasn't yeah, immediately. Uh, so he's, it's not like it's another coach's guys. Like, he got to recruit these guys. He's coaching them up. If you don't make the tournament, I feel like, you, I feel like they're, he's going to get fired for sure. Are they in if they don't beat us? No. They'd be 16 and 16. Now, I know the bubble sucks this year. They probably need to win. Yeah, I think they need to win. So we always love to just step on the throat. We always got to look at AB for tournament advice. He refreshes bracketology and texts Joe Lenardi every five seconds. Can I rant about Joe Lenardi really quick? Yes, absolutely. How he's a fraud. Yeah. He's a what? goddamn fraud. So uh, I'm just strolling around. It's like 3.30 in the morning one night. And I'm on Ken Palm. I'm looking at lines for the show. Like, I was, you know, going to jot them down. We were going to record the next day. And I saw that he is, like, a bracket builder thing where he, like, his projections predicts, like, every single game in the bracket, 1 versus 16, 8 versus 9. And I'm looking at it, and I'm like, this looks very similar to what I've seen before. So I go over to ESPN, and I pull up Lenardi's bracketology, and it's team for team identical. Like, he just steals it straight from Ken Palm. And I tried tweeting it at him. He didn't say anything, but... (laughs) That bracket bunker, it's a joke. He's, he's just looking at Ken at, He's got, like, the FBI yeah. coming at you to be like, in this kid, he's on to me. It's just, I don't know. I'm I'm not a Lenardi guy anymore. Yeah. Thief. I mean. Just very, you know how I love Ken Palm, too. Yeah. I no. That man. Yeah, I've never heard you talk about him. How disrespectful of Lenardi to steal Ken Palm's hard work. But, yeah, I mean, Lenardi, I'm, I'm kind of over him. They, they, you know, like you said, they've got him in the bunk. They've been doing, like, him on half the screen for some games. He's four foot two. So annoying. Just get him off the screen. Let us watch the game. Like, His whole body somehow shows up in the camera, in the frame. It's like, why are you choosing to use half the screen to see this little like, man oh. talk about basketball? Uh, he kind of looks like Marcel the Shell. 
as Miracle would say. I don't know who that is. Well, we got to pull it up. <laughs> okay. They kind of look alike. But. All right. Well, so we're all feeling good about the Hawks minus two, the over 140, yeah. I believe. Yep, 140. Mm. Uh, I think I'm taking the under. 140. God, that is high. Big 12 tournament, too. It's not, I don't know, first game. There's going to be a lot of pressure on both teams. Mm-hmm. And you're not, you're not used to playing there. God, I don't know. 140. I picture a very ugly, low-scoring first half, and then I think we kind of turn, kind of run away with it in the second half, but I do expect that first half to be very damaging to a 140 over. Yeah. Give me the under. Yeah, I'm going to take the under, too. I just, I don't see, I don't see it being in the 70s. I don't know. That's right, because it'll be in the 90s. Uh-oh. Oh, my. This ain't, this ain't 08 Texas. It, <laughs> was, it was pretty high at Allen. And they do get Kerwin Roach back. That's their best player, no doubt about it. Jackson Hayes probably has the most potential, but Roach is their best player, and he's gonna tr- yeah he's gonna try to carry them to the tournament. I don't have any reasoning for the over. I just you guys are both on the under, and I don't want to do the same thing this week where we all have the same pick. So I'm gonna go over. I actually kind of want over. Damn it! I feel like both teams gotta play well. Go over. Yeah, I'll go over 140. Shit. Nice love when I make up ground. Um, <laughs> The under's hitting, so I'm very confident. Um, and my hammer will be KU minus two. Okay, so we're all hammering KU minus two. We are a creative bunch here. Um, let's get, I guess we don't have a ton of gambling other than we're going to go into some of the other conference tournaments real quick, kind of give our picks, and I don't know how we're going to score those. We haven't quite figured that out for the overall standings, but we'll figure out a way. Maybe we're going to do it by like what their odds are, as in like if you pick Iowa State. And they lose, you lose a point. But if they win at six to one odds, you would get six points. I don't know. We'll keep that in mind. We'll figure that out by the next time we record. Let's first look at the ACC tournament. Who do you got winning? AB, go ahead. Give me Virginia. They're the one seed. They only have to play one of Carolina or Duke. Like yeah. I said with LSU. Um, Give me the one seed. He says. <laughs> I I mean I agree. I think UNC. I think UNC and Duke are going to be in that huge game right. Friday night. Here's my thought. Duke and or Carolina swept Duke, yeah. right? And I'm very anti, like, you can't beat a good team three times. Mm-hmm. Plus, Zion's going to be back, we yeah. think. Yeah. So, I think Duke's going to beat Carolina. I agree. And then, same thought, yep. Duke swept Virginia. Virginia's kind of due to beat them, so Virginia's going to beat Duke. That's exactly how I got to my decision on Virginia right. over Duke. So, maybe we're not as smart as we think. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but I agree. I mean, I think Duke for sure beats UNC in the semis. And then Virginia's <laughs> due to get Duke. You have Duke's. Duke shot really well against him the first two games, so I think uh, Duke struggles in that championship game. Virginia wins the ACC tournament. B-turn. I mean, you both can probably guess who I'm taking. Team I've loved for months. North Carolina. Yeah. That one. Petey Pablo. Oh, my God. That's legendary. Um, yeah, UNC, They've. I've just been hyping them up all year. I might as well stick with them. They can score. They can outscore anyone. They'd be tough to beat Virginia. Obviously, just because we know how good they are defensively, and they slow it down, so UNC might not get as many possessions as they think as they usually do. Mm-hmm. I'll just take. I like UNC. I think that's still my title pick. I like that. I mean, they. Look, I mean, they looked really good Saturday. I thought, uh, but I mean, Virginia already went in and won at UNC. I remember B turned raging that night. So we'll see. Uh, <laughs> I don't know SEC. You go with your boys from Louisiana, LSU. Go Tigers. Go Tigers. Right, give me LSU. Um, same logic with Virginia. They only got to play one of the top three teams once. So, I don't know. I don't know how they beat a team like Tennessee 
They already have. At home. At their, it's like literally in their backyard. Is it in Nashville? Did we confirm that? I'm like 87% sure. <laughs> okay, cool. Yeah, I mean, I think I'm going Kentucky. Kentucky travels incredibly well in these SEC tournament games. I like them. I think they win over – I mean, they've got to play Tennessee in the semis, so they're probably going to see LSU in the title game, and they want revenge from the, you know, the goaltending game that Kentucky lost at Rupp. So – Give me Kentucky in the SEC tournament over LSU. B-turn, who are you going with, Tennessee? No, I mean, I just said I'm not going with Tennessee. They're going to play. mad at me for saying that LSU is going to win because Tennessee was playing in their backyard. Well, no, I just – I feel like I don't – are they not going to play each other before the final? No. No? LSU one seed. Kentucky and Tennessee reason. are two and three. Well, yeah, because LSU is not going to beat Kentucky. So, you're so I have Kentucky. Okay, same. But I just didn't know the format. I didn't know yeah. what seed they everyone was. Yeah, so I'll take Kentucky in that. I think they usually gel in March. Mm-hmm. Like Cal gets his guys to go, but if Reed Travis is out for that long, I didn't even know he was hurt. Yeah. And yeah, maybe give me the edge to – is he out for the SEC tournament? No, I mean, he just he, – they're going to play him a little bit, but I don't think he's going to play a lot. So. Man, Virginia's – or Tennessee really rebounds. Yeah. So if they don't have him to rebound, I'm, I know P.J. Washington's a monster, but – I gotta go Tennessee. Okay. We might as well. I I like Tennessee at home. They got a bunch of seniors, upperclassmen. Grant Williams is a beast. I just didn't. I forgot. I wrote down Kentucky, so I had to say that. But I didn't know about Reed Travis. I think a sleeper for me, which we could all say sleepers for these tournaments, if you guys want. Obviously, I'll go Auburn. I just think they can score. I like. I love watching them play. So Bruce Pearl is a psycho. They just chuck. They don't care. They don't care if it's a good shot. They just chuck the ball. Um, I don't even know what seed. Are they like a five seed? So they might. Yeah, they're a five. And LSU's the one. So, wow. I mean, Auburn could absolutely be in that title game against Kentucky or Tennessee. But, yeah, Tennessee, if it's really in Nashville, it's. But I think Kentucky will travel really well to Nashville, too. So I don't think it's like Tennessee will have the home advantage. But LSU's not ready for postseason. I don't like them. I think Kentucky. I was hyping up LSU a while ago. Remember we watched that game yeah. when they. I think they beat Kentucky. Yeah, that was a nice The tipping. You guys, I said something, and you guys I, thought I was a psycho. Yeah, I oh, I said LSU was a legit title contender. Yeah, I've so now I'm on LSU, and I still pretty much am. So, but one of their best players might be done for the year. Yeah, because the wiretap. So I think that changes them a lot. He's pretty solid. Mm-hmm. I like Tennessee Kentucky title game, but I th- <laughs> they're not going to play in the title game. I like nothing ever. Okay. Move Tennessee, got- whoever wins Tennessee, <laughs> Kentucky wins. Good God, we gotta cut that part. I've got Kentucky and maybe as LSU. Wow, that was an experience. Moving on, Big Ten tournament. I don't, I don't like anybody other than I think I'm just rolling with uh, Michigan State. January, February, Izzo, baby. No, I've got. uh, By the way, but I do have Michigan State over six seed Iowa. Iowa's been absolutely terrible. I think they're gonna upset three seed Michigan. I hate Michigan. I think they stink. Got Iowa over Michigan, then Iowa over Purdue. Michigan State over Iowa in the Big Ten Championship. Book it. Book it. Book it. Okay. Uh, I'm taking Purdue over Michigan State probably, but I don't know. I just like Carson Edwards. That's really my life. Yeah. I you guys Hooper. All over so. Michigan State, so I went ahead and swayed from you guys a little bit. I'll go different. Hopefully my uh, Big Ten recap is a little better than the old SEC. I just I don't know what I'm thinking. That bracket had your brain in a pretzel. 
It's so weird that Tennessee and Kentucky are going to oh, yeah, play yeah, maybe in the second the round. Yeah, but I'll just go Michigan. I think Charles Matthews will be healthier. He'll play better. I think he's a huge part of that team. He's experienced, played the national championship last year. So I'll just take I'll take them. I think their defense can win them. I think their defense could win them the Big Ten tournament alone. And I think uh, Iggy Brasdikis or whatever, however you say his name, their experience that point guard they have, Xavier yeah Xavier Simpson, super good. I. I just like Michigan defensively. I think they can obviously beat anyone just because of their defense. And Beeline's a good coach. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Big East, I guess. Uh, <laughs> I tweeted today that pull-up jumper from Miles Powell where he shot it from 100 feet. 100 feet away. Gus Johnson went nuts. That moment, I went all in on the, uh, the Seton Hall. I can't even remember the mascot. I got Seton Pirates. Hall, the three seed. Seton Hall Pirates over Is it? Villanova. <laughs> Villanova. <laughs> Give me Seton Hall. That's all I got on the Big East. I don't have a ton of takes. I'll take Villanova. They just win in March a lot. Yeah. I mean, they dominate that conference. There's no one really close to them in the yeah. conference either right now. Marquette finished second, but Marquette stinks. Yeah. Big. Marquette's super cold. So, yeah, I actually did write down Seton Hall, too. I think they're really clicking right now, and I don't want to pick Nova. So, yeah. I was going to pick... I don't even know who else to pick out of that conference. Georgetown is up there. Creighton. Creighton's hot. If my guy Mitch Ballack, if Mitch Ballack keeps playing like that, Creighton could do something in March. They're trying to get in the tournament. I think yeah. they're in a playing game right now. So, um, yeah. Big East tournament's always kind of fun. I, not as good as it used to be. No. Madison Square Garden. But um, Pac-12. WAC-12. WAC-12. Cannot touch on the WAC-12. Yeah, I, I looked I looked through the standings. I was like, who in the fuck would I pick out of that these teams? teams? All those teams are terrible. Give me Washington. That's, that's yeah. not even going to count it. But I'll say Arizona State. Yeah. Okay. Give me ASU. All right, whatever. I'll take Washington. We're two all threes. Pick Washington, he says. Two threes. <laughs> Washington's, I swear they're not even good. Dude, they play a two-three zone. Two-three zone causes problems in March. That's why Bayheim makes Final Fours with teams that aren't even good. So Yeah, 10-seed Syracuse. Yep. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and then American Conference. What a lame conference that is, but Houston's kind of good. No, there's some teams I love watching the American. Uh, the American. Houston and Cincy. Cincy's so boring. UCF's all right. SMU's kind of fun to watch. UCF's fun because they have the guy that's like eight feet tall. South. Yes. He literally dunks with his feet on the ground. Yeah, so... I got yeah. I'll take Houston. Well coached, yeah, athletic. My sleepers Temple. I've just loved watching them all year. That Shiz Alston Jr. kid's super nice. So I'll take them as a sleeper, I guess. I'm gonna take Houston just because why would we not take the 26 and two team? But my sleeper, Wichita State. They've been terrible. Nice. Oh, been terrible, and I hate Greg Marshall. I hate my. Wichita State. But. January, February, Marshall, which is one awesome. year. They're gonna win the AAC tournament and be our 14 seed. Yep, that'll be fun. Can't wait. Yeah. Oh my god. I have no idea. I don't watch much of the American like you fellas do. What do I've you got to take? I know um, you do. So <laughs> this tournament's being played at FedEx Forum, the home stadium of the Memphis Tigers. Give me Memphis in this one. They're the five seed, I think. Wow. I thought they were lower than that, honestly. Uh, no, so they, they beat Houston at home, I think. I can't remember. Is that one of Houston's losses? UCF maybe. won at Houston yeah, on maybe game it day last then. week. We might need to get some futures in on Memphis and Seton Hall. Dude, 
I wonder what Seton. If just getting to play the conference tournament at home is absurd. I wonder what Seton Hall's odds are to win the Big East tournament. I love Seton Hall because they're they got to be a five or <laughs> they got to be a five or six. They just blew up in the in the uh, Big East tournament. Memphis? I think they're no um, Seton Hall. They're the three in there. Yeah, I, think so. I was looking. They must have a bunch of teams that tied. Ties, yeah. But no, I like Seton Hall. But Memphis, them being at home, I mean, Houston goes into there in that second round. I don't hate that take, AB. I don't know. Memphis feels like they're one year away because don't they have oh, a I agree. Class, and they're not going to make the tournament unless they win this tournament. Mm-hmm. But I just think that's one you keep an eye on if you're like Texas or Baylor, TCU, whoever's like on the bubble. Like, okay, well, if Memphis goes out and wins this tournament, there goes an extra spot because Houston's getting in for sure. Since he's getting in for sure. UCF's getting in for sure. But. For sure. So we've talked a lot. Um, I guess I wanted to add this before we get out of here. Bill Self was on Hawk Talk tonight, and I don't know. I don't know if Bill Self's a fan of Eight No Seeds Pod. He might be. He We're is. I assume he is. Big listener. We tweeted out that you got $15. Who you got on your all Bill Self KU team? <laughs> Very tough. Bill, in a way, participated tonight on Hawk Talk. He picked his all streak team. Um, he went with Frank Mason, Sharon Collins, Mario Chalmers, Josh Jackson, Joel Embiid, which that adds up to $20. So he went a little over budget, but yeah. still pretty cool to hear Bill talking about like his five main guys. He said Marcus is also in the conversation. I'm sure Devontae was tough to pass on. but I'm surprised he didn't just put Detay where Chalmers was. I know. But just because he always calls him the best leader he's had, and Devontae was obviously the man here. Bill loved him as much as anyone. But, but it's – I knew if you would have asked me, I would, I'd literally say that Bill would put Sharon and Frank. Sharon and Frank. Yeah, so interesting to see. We appreciate everyone on Twitter uh, kind of just having fun with that. We got a yeah. lot of feedback. We got a lot of people. Shout out to our guy Brock. Uh, he made that graphic for us. So it was fun. We should do more stuff like that. I don't know if you have, if you guys have any other ideas for us for – doing in little games or whatever you want to call that we can definitely do those on twitter in yeah. the future um other than that i don't know you got anything else b no postseason play everyone should be excited big dave's coming along might actually have some depth in the front court and got a desperate texas team on thursday who's lost four or five but they get one of their best players back yeah i'm excited like you said big dave let's see Diedrich keeps it rolling dotson ochai all those guys yep Let's hope they had big weeks and we go into Selection Sunday as confident as can be. Hopefully we get a three seed in the Midwest. But I think that's all we got. As always, those follow on Twitter yep. at Ain't No Seeds Pod, on the Instagram at Ain't No Seeds Pod. Follow our, go check out our website that we're not doing anything with, but we yeah. promise we're going to try and start doing some more stuff like that. AintNoSeeds.com. And yeah. Yeah, and also um, we appreciate you guys voting for us for Best of Lawrence Podcast. We ended up making the final we're finalists for best podcast in lawrence yeah. one of five finalists so the award shows in june but we really appreciate you guys even going out there and voting that means a ton to us and happy to be in the studio and we got a new member of the team dan the man taking videos of us so dan we appreciate you helping us man i know you're super experienced so thanks for coming on yeah shout out to video producer dan um but yeah should be a fun week ahead. We should have some more stuff like the videos and all that stuff. We may put that on the website eventually. Yep. It'll be fun. Next time you see us, hopefully we're Big 12 tournament champs and maybe three seed in the tournament. For sure. So until next time, we'll see you guys Sunday night. And, uh, Rock Chalk.
Everyone is talking about magnesium. It's all you hear about. But why? What do we know about magnesium? Well, magnesium is the number one mineral that 75% of Americans are deficient in. If you are a woman over 35, magnesium will help you rediscover balance, energy, and vitality. Magnesium supports more than 300 enzymatic reactions in your body, including those involved in hormonal balance. From functional medicine doctors to mental well-being and female hormone experts, we all know that magnesium is the one mineral to improve all aspects of well-being and health. But which one? Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers. The trusted choice recommended by leading experts with seven best-absorbed forms of magnesium to ensure your body receives the support it needs for overall well-being. Go to bioptimizers.com balance today and use code BALANCE10 for 10% off. Support your journey to wellness at B-I-O-P-T-I-M-I-Z-E-R-S dot com forward slash balance. Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers, your foundation to optimal health and vitality.